0: Okay, Saturday, March 14th edition of Come On Now podcast, and we're going to start off with a couple, come on nows. The first one is uh, the event in Brazil wrapped up um, a couple hours ago, and if you notice, there was no crowd there, but yet the Octagon girls were there to hold the uh, the round cards, and walk around the Octagon, and I I don't know why I, I don't know why they would be considered essential employees to a event that is being uh, held without a crowd but they were there and uh, I don't know so come on now the second one is a little more serious um, earlier today Mike uh, Coppinger from um, where's Mike work he's at the athletic now um, boxing guy um, said that the NSAC was uh going to suspend um, all um, combat sports for an undetermined time. the uh, NSAC had a, a emergency meeting today. That changed the meeting. Suspended everything until March twenty fifth, when the next uh, NSAC meeting is, and then um, later I think. Let me find it here. He tweeted out uh, that the the meeting today was simply procedural. The suspension of activity will be officially extended at the March 25th meeting. Uh, the question now, when will it be lifted? And that, if that does happen on the 25th, it'll affect the uh, March 28th and April 11th events that the UFC had planned to move from Columbus and Portland to the Apex. Uh, I expect that will happen. It, it only makes sense. The, the question I have is, if the UFC doesn't cancel these events, at, the, at least the March um, 28 event before the 25th, what what's it going to do with um, all the fighters and camps and seconds and everybody that traveled to Vegas under the expectation that they would be competing on the 28th? It, it, that is nonsensical um during the UFC event tonight there were commercials for, for uh, Friday, uh next um the Lo- the London event that's coming up this coming Saturday uh, UFC 249 I don't know I don't know um how these two events are going to take place I-, I don't know how anything's going to take place starting on Saturday but yet the UFC seems to have their heels dug in on this. And there was no comments tonight about the events being postponed, being scratched, none of that. Let the commercials roll as if we're living in a totally normal situation. Nothing's wrong. No, no, no global pandemic. Everything's fine. That's not the case. So um, these events... I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying these events are going to be canceled. So, so what I'm wondering now is, is this whole thing with the UFC and the, and the NSAC is that just a uh, a, a big game of chicken, or are are they both waiting for the for the other one to blink? So, the UFC I it would not surprise me if the ufc is going to hold out and keep everything scheduled until they are forced to can- to cancel these events or postpone them by the government that gives the ufc an out they can say we didn't cancel it we wanted to have the fights we wanted these guys to compete guys and and you know guys and gals we wanted them to compete but hey the government told us we can't it's a it's a knuckleheaded way to approach it, but it wouldn't be surprising. They Dana White, not a guy that's big on accepting blame, even when it makes sense to to be the person to stand up and say, "Hey, we're gonna do this for the safe health and safety of our fighters and fans." That's that's not um that's not it's not happening um. So, like I said, the UFC could have been a leader in this. They could have took steps to to cancel these things or postpone these events before the NBA did it, before the NHL did it, before everyone else did it. But yet they stubbornly stuck to their guns and they're holding these events or trying to hold these events. So, they're no longer the, the option of being a leader is, you know... Has been off the table since last week. Now, now, they risk the UFC risks becoming a punchline. They could have done something good. They could have came out today and even even today and said, "Hey, we held this one." Um, the fighters were out of camps. It was a little safer than the fighters being in camp and still training. And we've elected to cancel these upcoming events didn't do that, probably didn't even think of doing that so with all the other sports off off the uh off off the off the table right now the u f c the only thing going when they do finally cancel these events or postpone them for because they're forced to or because they choose to they're they're going to look silly at best. Silly at best. Reckless at worst. But that's where we're at. Another thing to consider about this, all this um, is what if the U- UFC fighters would have had a, a union or a, or a CBA, some kind of agreement. That agreement could have defined a set amount of time where the UFC can or has to cancel or postpone a fight card. So say this London one's approaching, the UFC would have had to deal with this prior to one week's time. And then in within that wording, there also could have been uh, uh, something to discuss how the pay is going to be dealt with when a fight card is postponed or canceled, um, with the, uh, schedule of almost every weekend. It's hard to, it's hard to think that these things are going to be postponed. There's just not a lot of wiggle room. Maybe a pay-per-view card can be postponed, uh, but not, not a UFC on ESPN plus or on ESPN. It, I don't, I don't think there's the room in the schedule to, uh, to reschedule something like that this year, so that's just something else to think about when when the UFC fighters don't have a uh, union, don't have representation, don't have a CBA. This is something else now that that they uh, they're totally at the uh, at the mercy of the UFC, and if they would have had a CBA, this could have been written in. It's written down. You have to follow these steps. You have to follow these procedures. But not written down. UFC can do whatever it wants. If it decides to cancel, or the NSAC decides to cancel the 28th event on the 25th, that's too bad for the fighters. Speaking of the fighters, um, Josh Thompson um, tweeted out earlier tonight, I've had three UFC fighters reach out to me asking how much Bellator paid their fighters when the fight was canceled. I said 100% of their purse to everyone who made weight. They all said they're nervous to fight and wanted to know what fighters in Bellator actually got paid. Now, I don't know if this happened or not. I kind of want to believe it because it makes sense. But it shouldn't be this way. I mean, that's another thing that a CBA could have covered. All right, your fight gets scratched because of something out of your control. Um, you went through your camp. Even if you don't make weight, even if the fight card is canceled in advance of the event, at a certain point, you you should be you should get paid. I mean, you should get paid if you're booked for a fight. And the fight card gets canceled at any point. Um, But, again, not written down anywhere. At the whim of the UFC. So, again, I'll use the example of the 25th and the 28th. fight gets canceled or, or postponed by the NSAC on the 25th. UFC says, hey, it's not our fault. But all the fighters are already in Vegas with their camps. Um, some of those fight some of those people in the camp that those flights and hotel rooms will come out of somebody's pocket other than the UFC because contractually the fighters get a set limit of number of people a number of flights and number of rooms and if they can't bring everyone they need to that comes out of the fighters pockets or the managers somebody but not the UFC's so They paid for all that kind of stuff out of pocket. Um, What do you get for that? You get nothing for that. So these things need to be written down again. um, You you shouldn't be at the whim of the UFC uh, at at any point, especially when it comes to your your pay. So like I said, I don't know if Thompson is being 100% accurate in that. And if he... If he is or if he's not, is not really the point. Bellator did pay the fighters, and we don't know if the UFC is going to do the same. Another thing we're hearing a lot of and, and seeing a lot of it's it's fans tw- uh, tweeting out and discussing this, and Daniel Cormier also brought it up today. Um, in that you know, Cormier tweeted out in response to Josh Thompson. The fighters want to fight, Josh. Hats off to Coker and crew yesterday, but those fighters wanted to fight. That's what they do. And that's true. The fighters do want to fight. They also need to fight to get paid. But that kind of makes it seem like all these other athletes in all these other sports whose whose games have been postponed or canceled, it makes it seem like those folks didn't want to compete. And that's... that. I, I, I don't believe that one bit. Um, that's, they're athletes. They're professional athletes. They're college athletes. They want to compete. They want to compete just as much as the UFC fighter wants to compete. So that's a, a silly statement. It makes no sense. But, but yet, the UFC seems to and his fans and his fighters roll this thing out that, hey, they want to fight, let them fight. But the point of discussion should be you you can't let them fight. You should not let them fight. When When the behavior of Dana White risks the health of more people than the two fighters... In the cage, and those two fighters have agreed to fight, knowing that they could be injured, um, but that injury stays within the cage, within the octagon. No, well, it doesn't stay within the octagon, but it stays within the, within those two, those two fighters who have agreed to combat. When your behavior by allowing these fighters to compete, and by al- allowing the employees and the staff of the building and the referees and the judges and the commentators and the doctors, all these people that are involved with staging an event, when the actions of one man risk the health of many, 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 many people, and it's not just those people in the building that are at risk, it's everyone they come in contact with that's reckless, and people need to, to realize that. You can risk your health. That's fine. Do something reckless that won't injure or harm someone else. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But I, I do have a problem with one person risking the health of many people for, for entertainment's sake. It's silly. It doesn't make sense. Look at a big picture. Look at the big picture. Don't just look in inside this octagon. Look outside. Every person that that these people come in contact with could become ill. And that's okay with you for entertainment? That's that's not it that does not sit well with me and it shouldn't sit well with anyone. But I think people, are they have blinders on. They, they don't look at the big picture. They look at, oh, I want to watch these fights. I want to fight. That's not the point. I mean, everyone wants to do what they want to do. But when, that, when those actions harm others, someone needs to step in. Another thing I've been wondering about is if a fighter on the UFC roster, in camp, out of camp, just a UFC fighter, anyone um, feels that they need a coronavirus test, what's the protocol on that? Who's going to pay for that? Uh, What will the UFC do? Will they disclose that information? I don't know. I don't know what, what, what the UFC process is in this. And I would venture to guess that many fighters don't know what it is either. So do they call the PI, do they call their manager? What's the what's the protocol on this? Because if one in four people are gonna um become ill, that's a that's a that's a good chunk of the UFC roster who might come down with who might have the coronavirus. So I think the UFC should um point out Uh, release their protocol on this. It's important. It makes the the fighters feel safer. It makes the fans have a a little bit of knowledge that the UFC actually does care about the fighters. It's more than lip service. It shows they have some type of plan in place. Right now, we don't know anything other than the UFC wants to keep holding events. We need to know more than that. The UFC needs to show us more than that. Something that's going to come as a surprise to many is that um, in the New York Times tonight, I guess just published this, or I just saw it, um, that in France, cases have doubled over the last 72 hours to about 4,500. There have been 91 deaths, and 300 coronavirus patients are in critical condition. And this is the surprising part for people who have been thinking, "Oh, I'm not gonna get sick. This is a disease. Just this is an illness for just elderly people. You know, not gonna affect me." This is the part that people need to realize now that 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 was not maybe not a hundred percent accurate. So, what the New York Times report says is that half of the half of the uh coronavirus patients that who are in critical condition, half of them are under 50. So that's kind of a frightening thing to come up at this point. So just something, just something else to think about when, before you spout out, spout, spout off on something, um, thinking that you're not going to get, you're not going to get ill or it's not going to affect you. I'd like to say I'm hopeful that uh, when we all wake up in the morning, that we'll have some kind of announcement that the UFC has decided, in in the interest of health and safety of its fighters, and its employees and staff, that it is suspending the the next few fight cards until further notice. But I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to end up riding this out until that March twenty fifth meeting. Um, by the NSAC, and and that's when we're going to find something else out about the uh, Columbus and Portland cards that were that were originally scheduled for Columbus and Portland, and uh, the London thing. I would hope by Monday, the London card is postponed or canceled, and I hope that the majority of the fighters who had that are scheduled for that that have to travel have not done so. I don't think that's going to be the case either, but maybe, maybe some people will come to their senses. We shall see. I'll probably be back on Sunday night with something. Hopefully it's not as much of a downer as these last two have been. Um, hopefully something good will happen. Um, until then, stay safe. <music>